call is now being recorded. Woo! 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 A little bit of woo. Woo is a pseudoscientific term. It is. Uh, it's too woo to be true. It's fantastic. It is fantastic, but it's very important to understand that that woo is uh, not to be confused with uh, woo-hoo. Um, woo-hoo is a uh, polygon sex term oh. you know, for uh, for your Sims. Your Sims are, oh. are uh, making. Your Sims are, are making woohoo together. Oh, I see. Um, also, um. not to be confused with um, the Nature Boys uh, signature <laughs> exclamation. Great Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! A little different. Yeah. It is a little different, yeah. The woo Rick one. You know, uh, Ric Flair is 69 years old. How old? 60, excuse me, 69. But his skin is like 480. Well, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He looks looks better now, actually. What, like less tan? Or less 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 leathered? Less tan and less tan, less leathered, less wrinkly. And um, at, also, that at one also he's point, been, um, he's been married point, five times. At one point, it looked like he was going to come out of a nuclear explosion, or that he had just come out of a nuclear explosion. Maybe that's what being married that many times does to you. I would think that maybe that is more of the case than him being uh, too much of a sun tanner, having had five wives. I mean, um, he must have gotten some type of tanning. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. His he's, skin, he's looks, a, he his was skin pretty... looks like... It's like an alligator. Like, what the fuck is going on? Anyway. You know, no, well, maybe that's what it takes to be the 21-time champion. And have that's a incredible. daughter who's... Tw- have a daughter who's competing for the title on Evolution tomorrow night, which is the first women's pay-per-view, and that's a shameless WWE plug there, friends. Right, um Ashley Elizabeth Fleer, professionally known as Charlotte Flair. Well, her first name yeah, is Ashley. That's fantastic. Her, she, her she's real not name. Ashley Charlotte. She doesn't even have a Charlotte real- in her actual name. So no, the real name is the Ashley Elizabeth Fleer, F-L-I-E-H-R. Dig that. So is is his name Rick Fleer? Yes. Oh, that's so gay. I hate wrestlers' real names. I hate when I learn the truth. It always freaks me out. I'm I don't sorry. want that. He was also, but okay, this should, this should soothe you. He was also known at one point time as the Black Scorpion. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, that's right. I kind of remember something about that. But um, 
I, this all takes me back to when I used to believe in all this stuff, and I used to think it was oh. real. Right. When I was a kid, and it was, like, real to me, and these people were actually getting hurt and getting, you know, like, but then they'd be back magically next week to to counter their <clears> their, <throat> their their opponent's beating. Oh, well, you know, they were actually time. getting hurt, though, too, which is kind of incredible. I know. That's like, the amazing part. They, they were really like do like a lot of back problems from all those throws oh. and lifting people up dude, and slamming them down on the canvas. Yeah, dude, you have to learn how to how to be slammed and then get back up again. You have to learn how to be fine and pretend that you're being hurt for a minute or two, and then well, in get back in the later again. years of in the later years of Andre the Giant, coupled with his like intense alcohol use, he he fucked up his back really bad yeah. from throwing yeah. people around so much. Like he yeah. could barely walk. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan is fucked up from lifting Andre the Giant over and over again. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Because because once he did it at that WrestleMania, he then had to go and do it over and over again. You know, everywhere else. Yeah. 500-pound guy. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. That's a nice like introduction wrestling. to Woo. Wrestling, yeah. I say wrestling, yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. Um, but the thing about, the thing about, like, believing in it is the Woo. Kind of, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, right. Well, the yeah. suspension of disbelief, just like any other form of entertainment. Yeah. You want to believe that. You want to believe that. That Tom Cruise is really hanging off of a mountain. Mm-hmm. I guess. I really do. I really do want to believe that he's hanging off the mountain. Or that, or that he rescued uh, people from a fiery car accident. Or, like, you want to go see a film about Leonardo DiCaprio freezing himself to death for a long time and suffering and then getting his back broken by a bear. You want yeah, to go see that. That yeah. was uh, some masterful uh, marketing with that movie. Because after the fact, after it was already filmed, when you know, when it was all wrapped up, then all these stories came out about how, oh, no, he was really hurt, like... He was really in danger out here yeah. with his, with the crew of a hundred people, also seemingly fine. Like they were fine, but not the, um, not the actor himself. Like, he just or like, kind of, or like the bear, bear we grills, couldn't stop right? him. Like kind of like, like, like the bear grills, his story. Yeah, where he'd go yeah. out in, into the, <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere, and. um and then drive through the hotel for the night. Yeah. 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 Right. That guy. Woo. Woo. The whole world is made of woo. The masterful woo pedal. Oops, I added the second part. The pedal. Which is the pedal. art. The pedal, the woo. Oh, yeah. Say you have like, a woo. Right. And then you want to sell it. Like, 
let's say he had some orange orange peel toothpaste that was like okay. pre prebiotic and right. you felt like you could make a fortune off of stupid rich people in New York who would buy particularly your clients already who would buy this toothpaste thinking that their other toothpaste all of a sudden was dangerous for them. Because right, they, because they, they suffered so many they've suffered so many ill effects from their former toothpaste. Yeah. <clears throat> in fact in fact they've suffered so much that they still have the capacity to understand how damaged they are and make a different yeah. choice. Like that's pretty undamaged, actually, you know, really. Like, aren't, I mean, to, to use a, a taboo word, isn't that stuff supposed to make you retarded? So if it does, indeed, like, set you back that far, the damage has already been done. Like, the orange peel toothpaste isn't going to save you. No, or, or is it? Or or is it? So, in the marketing of the woo, you need a you need like a your own version of of the world's best soft shouter, Billy Mays. Billy Mays here. Are your friends all fucking retarded from their toothpaste? They should stop brushing the crest and Sensodyne and get some of my orange peel toothpaste now. If you act now, you could buy one one bottle of this pre-probiotic toothpaste. That means it's before life, by the way. And you it can does get, mean you, before life. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Prebiotic means before yeah. life. Probiotic means um pro life <laughs> what yeah. wait a minute wait a minute are we making it's a all of it now hold on a second uh, i don't know i so I if you're probiotic that... you're pro life yeah I mean, All the flora, flora and fauna in your gut should be allowed to thrive. Yeah. I'm, I'm like an anti-abortion gut flora spokesperson. Don't kill it. Probiotic it. <laughs> so. That would be considered woo peddling. Right. So you need to blind or distract your audience from a real explanation to discourage people from going deeper into the subject, like yeah. to find the real truth of the matter. So because you can't make money if nobody buys your bullshit. Right. So you need a, you need a celebrity spokesperson, let's say. Ah. Right. Sometimes that that celebrity spokesperson could be a, a nanny. It could be, but yeah, could be. Uh, yeah. 
Well, right. It's uh, what it is is that's an appeal to authority. Yes. Like I'm familiar with this person. Uh, she obviously took good care of the kids on television, and was and was supposed to be funny in her in her brashness. And I'm not talking about Roseanne. She was horrible with her kids on television, and also horrible with her kids in real life. So that's yeah. You wouldn't want Roseanne to be your spokesperson. Yeah. Unless you were. By the way, um, by the way, I have yes. to just say <laughs> that these <laughs> that the recent Roseanne videos that have been coming out with her interviewing, where she's like sitting, staring out into nothing, smoking, chain smoking, have oh, been yes. fucking hilarious. They have yes, been uh, fucking hilarious. You're, you're talking. I, I saw the Joe Rogan one. Is that what you were referring to? No, there's one from Vice that is just. It looks like she's in prison. Oh, oh my god! Oh, yeah, I've seen that one so too. Great at her house. It's at her yeah, house. yeah, and she she starts by like watching all of Trump. Her, yeah, right, and then and she's yeah, looking at all of her files, and that that's what she wants yeah. to do these days is organize her files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just non-stop smoking. Yes. But, like, on Joe Rogan, like, Joe asked her how much she smoked today, and she goes, about about 10, about 12, maybe. And then she's, like, puts one out and relights it, another one. You uh-huh. know? Right. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, okay, yeah, like, 40, like, maybe maybe like, maybe 80. Like, 10 in, a, in an hour? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> I think that's what she did on the interview. That's exactly what yeah. I saw. Incredible. And, and like... On that interview, she she was talking about the thing that she fucked up with, and then she should have spun into, well, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a book to teach all the mothers out there how to teach their boys how to be better men. You know, like, yeah. as if she, like, she still has this delusional ego complex. Right. <sighs> the worst it's well, fucking it's weird. It's it, what's weird to me is that people like that, who don't need the publicity, don't need the money, don't need anything from anybody in the public, yeah. because I mean she's made all her money. She's yeah not hurting in any way. Um, yeah, like socioeconomically. So what the hell is she doing? I she's she's like a fame whore. She's seeking fame. But she was out of the public eye for a long time. Like, I know. But that's the then, thing. She couldn't. Yeah, I know. That's weird too, isn't it? Because she, she it, wasn't it is speaking weird. it. Not really. I mean, she'd say something outrageous that would kind of pop up, and but that was it. It wasn't like a continuous like, "Hey, hey, I'm Roseanne." Hey. Yeah, but okay, so. So weird. So then that stupid Bill Rates thing happened, and uh-huh. up red, up red roll happened. So the stupid Bill Rates thing was like these football players from a high school videotaped themselves gang raping a passed out girl, and right. they posted it around school, and then anonymous 
kind of got involved, but it wasn't anonymous. It was this one dude named Derek mm-hmm. Loyster, who's like mm-hmm. now renowned because everyone who was originally sort of called themselves anonymous or was in associating with anonymous at that time rejected right. this guy and rejected the op completely because no one really likes social justice op. That wasn't really right. what Anonymous was about. So Roseanne suddenly shows up in all of this, like supporting Anonymous and mm-hmm. talking with Derek Lolsucker, Dick Sucker, who who was mm-hmm. basically um I think his name was KY Anonymous at that time. I'm sure that Twitter account is still active, but like okay. I'm sure it's still there. But oh wow, yeah, she I just found something really interesting. Yeah, I just found something really interesting about um, dental woo. Okay. Um, so, a big proponent of dental woo, believe it or not, was our buddy L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> and <clears throat> he believed that tooth decay can be caused by dental engrams. Remember we okay. were talking about we were talking about engrams in your mind, like those bad memories that still that take on a physical form and still mm. affect you as a as a real like thing, like an object in your head. Um, If you're spoken to while under anesthesia at the dentist's office, you can can get these things. So Um. don't ever, ever speak to somebody while they're asleep or unconscious. And if it happens Uh in the dentist's office, you can get these dental engrams that will cause your teeth to rot. That is some good woo. Yeah, and that includes the nurse calling your name when it's your turn in the dent- in the dentist chair. Ah. Uh, so, but here's the one must thing. be silent. L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard himself had a mouthful of rotten teeth. Oh yeah, that's right. And he died from a stroke under the influence of uh, some kind of psychoactric drug, excuse me, that um, is not disclosed. But it's Scientology no-no. He was, I think he was on LSD, which what is he? like... Um, but what's funny about that is that it's now known that strokes are associated with chronic, uh, chronic periodontal infections or gum disease like that's that's pretty well known that's a that's not woo but um so oh so i'm gonna have a stroke no i don't think so (laughs) i want even people even people with like like, even people with the things themselves like he had the rotten teeth problem and he's trying to peddle dental woo and he's the guy who had the problem. It makes you wonder right. if these people who are selling this stupid toothpaste have fucked up teeth. Yeah. So, like, and even the American Dental Association is like, no, that's not the one. 
that orange peel toothpaste, um, we do not, not even four out of five dentists approve of that. They'd rather you chew so, gum. Yeah, I was just enjoying some yeah. marijuana. Yeah. Marijuana is, in fact, not woo. No. You know why? Why? Because it actually gets you high. It does. That's true. Ask ask anybody. Yeah, anyone who's eaten an edible <laughs> that was homemade from someone you didn't know. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's not where... I have a story about that. Did I? Yeah, I have a story about I have a story okay, about medical marijuana, about edibles from, from somebody homemade from somebody like a third party I didn't know, a big like two inch square brownie, okay. and I was about to uh, that later that day I was going to be playing music, so I ate it and uh, feeling pretty relaxed, and then all of a sudden. As I was about to go on stage, every time I turned my head, it was like a camera shutter. Like, like everything, I've had that everything became like in weird, like freeze frame thing. And I, oh did, I my didn't god, panic. yeah. I just went with it, and it was kind of a cool effect. But um, if I if I was inclined to be worried or paranoid, that would have freaked me out. Yeah, because I couldn't. Nothing was like flowing anymore. It was all just these in, like shots of like still shots of like, yeah. albums, like one after another. And I think I could even hear the clicking sound of the camera. Oh God. <clears throat> it was weird. So uh should I tell you about my murder mystery? Yeah. Did you murder someone mysteriously? Uh no. It was uh an interesting night. So uh I have a friend named Maddie who was in college at the time, and her friend Rachel she lived with, and she had a boyfriend who lived there named Mike, who I probably shouldn't have named names, but anyway, so I'm going to kind of First name's only. story a little bit. Yeah, it's okay, fine. fine. Good. Um, so Mike provided these. Uh, recreational activities for New Year's and it was sort of stated that I was going to be um, staying the night there and I didn't really like Mike I I have a thing about Mike Mike's a bit weird and he's done some questionable things to Maddie since so uh, there you go my intuition was kind of on point but anyway um, so I ate these South American mushrooms that were oddly shaped and they looked like almost like UFOs. I mean, they were strange things. Um, and then I had a drop of LSD or two drops of LSD as well, which was super strong. And we were, everything was great. And we were watching like, uh, that Japanese game show where they sort of, it's like wipeout. It was absolutely yeah. perfect. It was absolutely perfect. I mean, we couldn't stop laughing, all of us. It was fucking ridiculous. Like, we were dying. And then Mike decided to turn on Psytrance. 
Like, he decided to take control of the trip. Okay, now we're watching Psytrance. I don't want to watch it anymore. And Psytrance is kind of interesting because it, it, it's great for tripping because it takes you on a journey if you can go with it. But if you're not down for it, then you can kind of get lost in it and go on missions and get fucked up in your head. And I guess mm-hmm. that Rachel wasn't doing very well in her trip at some point. And she goes off to her room. And then she goes, I've got to go for a walk. And she bursts out the front door. And Mike and Maddie follow her. I stay behind and I'm tripping absolute balls at this point. And then there's like this explosion through the door. And I I couldn't figure out what happened. But Mike and Maddie followed and then went into sort of the back area where Rachel's room was. And I guess that Rachel had just gone into her room and was just having a horrendous time. You know, and she had, she had gone walking out into public and like, like freaked out out there trying to just get some space from the party and the noise. And so Mike and Maddie came back out, but I, in my head at this point, kind of started to think something was wrong and I didn't trust Mike and Maddie was acting very strangely. Like Maddie started like taking me aside and like hugging me and asking me if I was okay and you know like telling me I wish you know this certain person was was here that we both that we both knew because this person was kind of good with taking care of people on a bad trip and helping people through and saying the right thing and and so I start to think that Mike's done something to Rachel because Slowly, the the party starts to wind down, and they start telling me I have to go. And I'm, like, going, no, no, I don't have to go. You know, I, I plan to be here. I, and, and plus, I didn't have anywhere to go that night. I had told my mother that I, I was staying with them, so I knew she would have locked the front door. And I had no way to get back in. And I was tripping, like, like absolute balls at this point, you know, like, deep into it. You know, probably probably peaking at this point. So I just start to think that they've killed Rachel. And they somehow get me into the car to drive me home. And we're driving on the freeway, and everything Maddie is saying, I hear her say the opposite. So I'm paranoid as fuck, and I'm asking Maddie questions, and Mike is answering too. And I don't trust Mike. So I'm trying to listen to Maddie, and Maddie is saying two things at once constantly to me. So I'm like, I'm really not sure what's going on at this point. And then Maddie goes, you know, I, I don't know what to do with him. And, and Mike goes, well, we could take him to the beach and just walk him around for a while. And I go, no! And then I really flip out because we're on the freeway getting off the freeway and we go around a corner. I just think we're going to fucking die. I think they're going to kill me. And then all of a sudden we're at my house. Like like there was no space in between getting off the freeway. We're at my house and Maddie goes, your house is over here and I can't see anything. Like everything's black to me at this point. Like I can't like. The world's, like, almost disappeared. I'm tripping balls so badly. And they drive off and leave me at the house. 
So I just knock on the front door and get inside. And I try to figure out, like, you know, what the hell happened all night. But it just turns out Rachel had a bad trip and needed all of us to go. But that was the murder mystery. Huh. That sounds kind of familiar. I think you've had more more than one of those, actually. I have. I have indeed. (laughs) (laughs) That big wooden box Mm. that shall never be spoken of again. Yes, we shouldn't speak of that or, or, or a fuzzy tree. So, you ever have uh, inside knowledge about strangers that you've never met before? Like, you, you'd be talking to someone you've never met and and very, like, specific facts about them will pop into your head out of nowhere? Yes. Yeah. Is that, that's so weird. It but, is and then really you, strange. Then usually what happens is, like, you don't say it. But the person will bring it, bring that up, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you had a cat named Fluffy. Like, that's your thought. And then, like, ten minutes later, they say, oh, yeah, you had a cat named Fluffy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's. I think that's a, what you might call a, a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Or, um, or, or when people, uh, like, tell you about conversations you've had with them that you've never had. <laughs> no. Or, or oh God, like you have that, a dream that really about something. Me out. Yeah. And then, like six months later, you're there. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so hard to place those those moments, but it's it's one of those weird things that we all seem to share. Um. Or like things that you put down one place that they appear somewhere else out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. Like and you swear that you didn't pick it up and 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 put it somewhere else. It just I used to lose lighters in my pocket. Right. Like I put a lighter in my pocket. There it is. And then I reach in my pocket and it's gone. And then ten minutes later it would be back. So that doesn't happen to you anymore because that still happens to me. Um, it happened. It, it happened a couple of weeks ago, actually. That's why I remembered it. All day, like, hey, where'd it go? Where'd it go? I'm like, what? yeah. Hey, can I borrow your lighter? Mine is missing. Like, I'm looking in the couch cushions. I'm looking, like, yeah. everywhere, and I didn't. And I'm and I'm checking like, you know, throughout the day, like, huh, I wonder if it, is it there? And then suddenly it's there. So I had it happen yesterday, and I actually wow. had to I had to buy a new lighter, and then I put that new lighter into my pocket after I was done using it, and went inside, and then both lighters were in my pocket. Oh wow. I've got them both now. I can take a picture. We'll we'll post that up on the, on the video. I think that would, that would be a, a great thing to to show on on the video. Your two lighters, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a great what a great visual for people to look at as they listen to us talk about glitches in the matrix. Your two lighters. That's really great. It's very um, odd that though, isn't it? I mean, is it just that we're having a memory problem or a location memory problem? 
Or is it that I don't know. Like I, I'm pretty high a lot, you know. I smoke a lot of weed, so I don't know. I'm kind of spacey. And I don't I don't know if I would be the good judge, but you've been sober a year now, Mr. Marcus, by the way. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Congratulations. Um, yeah, uh, I, I deserve all the credit. You do, indeed. <laughs> Every day. Um, but for for it to be happening to you while you're sober, that yeah. scares me because that tells me that it's not because it's happening to you too. Right. It's what about what about this one? What about this one? Um, in in some weird twist of fate, you tell a lie that becomes true. Like like you're running oh, wow. late. You're running late, so you come up with a story like, "Oh, I got oh, I got pulled over by the I got you know by the cop." And yeah. then um, and then you're you're driving there, and you get pulled over by the cop. <laughs> I've never had that happen, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't I, that one specifically, but I'm interested uh, in some of these things that you know we mentioned. Um, yeah. If other people have had these like specific experiences, I'd like to. You know, it's almost Halloween. Things are kind of spooky. You know, this is. Yeah. We're talking about we're talking about woo. Here's a weird right. one. Okay, here's a weird one. This is this is one of those like six degrees of separation things. So, so <clears throat> excuse me. I was at uh, the Starbucks on on Main Street in Santa Monica, and I started talking to this girl that I was attracted to, and she was happened to be sitting with some guy messing with beads, like some uh, dreadhead guy. And um, and she and she was like receptive to me, and we started talking. And it didn't appear that they were together because of the way she was talking to me. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. Let's have let's have coffee sometime. And a week later, I moved. I um, I moved up to Oregon. Uh, mm. Actually, with. Um, with that hairdresser friend of mine that we met. Yeah. Um, and she had a, uh, some, a place in her house and I, I was looking to get out of California. He's like, come on up. Like I've got room and I'm like, cool. I've got, I've got rent. So I moved up there and literally aside from her, the first person that I met, we started talking about, you know, where I'd come from. And and then for for some reason I started talk, telling him about this this girl that I met. Yeah. And he started telling me he started telling me about her. Huh. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's blonde. She's cute. Yeah. Typical. Like okay. And um, as it turns out, that girl happened to be his ex girlfriend. And the guy that she was sitting with was her drug dealer. 
Okay, and this is a thousand miles away. Never met either one of these people in my entire life. Only once. Like, met her, traveled a thousand miles, met him, and they were a couple. (gasps) Woo. Wow. That's That's so weird. And it's happened more than once to me, actually. That's that's small world syndrome, though, isn't it? It's kind of like the, the... Six degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon's face or something, yeah. Well, you think about, like, the population, though. Like, it's so crazy. I know. The population of, and. I know. Of of LA and and, and Southern California. And all all these people that you could potentially meet. And happen to meet this girl. And then go up to a small town in Oregon. And like, oh yeah, woo, woo. that was weird. Yeah. And so, and then she's like, oh yeah, she's all bad. I'm like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all um, bad, all bad. <clears throat> you ever hear a, you ever hear a like a voice out of nowhere that isn't there, like, like say something. Like not in your head, yeah. Like outside in the world, that like, yeah, something, and maybe other people, other people with you hear the same thing, and they're like, "What was that?" Yeah, yeah. That's happened out on, out on the beach to me a few times, where someone has called my name. Mm-hmm. There's no one around, and other people have heard it mm-hmm. too. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, who said that? That's so weird. So strange. That's really odd because I've had that too. And I've had it with other people there too and they've heard it too. But there's uh-huh. no one fucking there. Right. It's like a voice in the wilderness. And like, it comes out of nowhere. And you're like, wow, yeah. that, must, that must be some weird auditory hallucination. But then, then you get verification that, no, that was actually a sound. Right. I mean, it's kind of like our wooden Indian, isn't it? Really. The wooden Indian. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I have some... I keep going back and forth about the wooden Indian. Yeah. Like, did... Did I see something and then su- and suggest it so that you saw it too? I think it started with me, and I think that's exactly what happened, though. I do. I get... It's just strange. Although, I didn't really start to define it until I was done laughing about it for a minute or two. And you had already started to trip on it already, too. I mean, I don't know. I can't remember exactly. It's so tough when you're on substance like that. It was so real, though. Like, his I know. went away. And I know. <laughs> it was so strange, man. So basically <laughs> what we're talking about, everyone, in case you think we're crazy, um, our good old friend, Travi... Uh, he, we were all tripping on LSD in Oregon, and Travi came back into the van. Tra- Tra- uh, Marcus and I were sitting in the, in the back of the van on the bench, 
together, sort of huddled by the the heater. Uh, no, we were on the no, no, we you were on the other side of the door. We were on separate sides of the door, so you had a different perspective. You you were, I was okay. more in the back, and you were near the front. Oh, okay. So we were seeing okay, it from two but, different angles. Okay. <laughs> Which made it more weird to me that we would see the same thing because we were literally seeing him from like two different 45 degree angles. Like yeah. You on one side of him and me on the other. And I was seeing the left side of his face and you were seeing him more like head on. Yeah. And he was just So he popped into the van through the side doors right. in front of us. And he sort of has this Johnny sort of Bravo uh, adventure sort of noble I'm I'm a man kind of gesture with his with his sort of hand on his hip right he had his arm on his hip that was, yeah that was definitely his trip that night like he was like the spirited yeah. adventurer yes yeah but so, that changed <laughs> yeah for a moment okay guys let's get up let's go back to the van. So, in this weird moment that probably lasted like 30 seconds, he became this wise, like, dime store wooden Indian character. Yeah. Where, and he's not Native American. No. That's the other weird thing. He's not Native American. He's, like, definitely not. Yeah. But somehow, he turned into this still silent figure with like burnished wooden skin and was just yeah. staring wisely into the van like for several moments. And this beautiful flowing hair that went like it went like this. Like like, like, like flipped like, up at the like, end. Like this. It did go <laughs> just like 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 this. His hair was like this. <laughs> But but the truth so is, it, it there was not like, okay. But but then, do you remember what happened next? When when I started, did, did I start to describe it, or did you? I can't remember that because I feel like I started to, and then you completed it, and I was. But that could could be part of our fuckery too. Yeah. Well, his. I mean, he had a beard, which was gone. His hair yeah. wasn't like that at all. No. No. And and he wasn't wise or Indian or wooden. No. He was none of those things. No. Somehow we we create we created this this like real life meme. I guess I don't know. It, it's yeah. what It really is like. I could never. We could never like recreate this and like like make an image of him being the wooden Indian because it only existed in that moment. Yeah. And, and that was that's what it cool. was. But it definitely happened between us, you know, and he was just like, what, what guys, what, what you guys looking at? You know, kind of thing. Right. Cause we stopped. Like he yeah. stopped, we stopped and it was just this weird moment where we yeah. saw something in him. Like it was almost like we saw this potential, like that he he could live up right. to, right? Like this shining thing that he could be, he could be this thing, he could, right? You know, 
he aspired to be that wooden Indian, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like the, you know, the all, all did you, knowing. Did you feel that it was noble? Like a noble thing, right? The wooden Indian, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. And, sort of a, and like a sign of something brave and something that was sort of like, you know, that you could kind of model yourself after almost, you know? A wooden Indian, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You, hey, incredible. Kid, you should be a wooden Indian. You know, that kind of if thing. If you want it. It's like, right. Almost like I mean, a whole Hogan exactly or, a, you know, you know, like a, like a social symbol of status and, and, and what you should be and aspire to be. Right. Travis was now, a wooden, wooden Indian. Now, to, to go back to that same night, to another moment. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, you know, you know what I'm going to say. See, this is one of those things you probably already know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> it's the joint that looks like Shrek. Shrek joint. Yes, and 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 we all, all three of us, all agreed for some god awful reason that this joint actually looked like Shrek because it did. It was remarkable to me that you actually sort of kind of got it together even though, Marcus, because it wasn't even like broken <laughs> up. It was just, and, and that weed wasn't even rollable weed. It wasn't even proper weed anyway, but yeah, it was so funny. You but, you know, we did, thing. we smoked that Shrek joint though. And we were amazed no. that we did, we did it possible. Did we not? No, we started to try to, and then I said, this is terrible, and then we, we rolled That's a new right. one. That's or right. Travis, it, went, that... Travis got all wooden Indian about it and, and, and took control and rolled one, you know. Yeah. Hey, you guys, come on, man. I'm a pro at this, man. You know? Oh, that's right. He was upset about the Shrek. That's right. Yeah, he, he was, was really about upset. Shrek. Of course he was. Right. Because he wasn't getting his <laughs> his thing that he wanted. No, and it we was also it had also that, taken it. Listen, listen, listen. It had taken like an hour for us to get to this point where we were able to even sit and try to smoke a joint of this. You know, we hadn't smoked anything yet, so we were all kind of a bit like missed about it. You know, but yes. you had rolled a Shrek joint. I wish I shit face that thing. That thing was like a relic. The Shrek joint. Definitely. <laughs> that's so, so funny. See, but that's a good example of, it's a good example of, um, I mean, I was, I had that, that memory wrong, you know. Um, yeah. In my head, I, I thought that we had, it had to work. And yeah. maybe just it was just because I was so proud that I was able to. I don't know. Right. Yeah, but, 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 but how um, about this? Yeah. How, how about it did go your way, and I'm wrong? How do you know? And what's you know like? However, I did see that same Shrek joint on Travis's dashboard when I came to the farm. I do remember it sort oh, of lingered right. on his dashboard for a while, hung about. The Shrek yeah, we did save it. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. 
So that deters. So I am right then. We didn't actually smoke it, but we tried to. We did we attempt did to, to but... smoke the Shrek, yeah. Very briefly. I think yeah. I think if I if I remember correctly, Travis like put a stop to this even trying. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't even want to like give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you ever have uh you have ever drop anything and have it just vanish? Yeah. That's weird. But I I, I don't see very well. So that's right. not a good one for me. Yeah, but it should be right there, though. Still, I mean, oh no, I've never had it like that. I mean, like sometimes, but yeah, I've had a few. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And I'm not talking about like dropping something in the sand at the beach, and it goes under the sand, or like a coin or a ring dropping on concrete and bouncing. You're not right, and it's just gone. Well, right, like like or or even a coin dropping on the ground, and you hear a ding ding. And then you're like, oh, it must be right here, but it's yeah. nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I've had that. Yeah. Like, and you know it didn't roll away because you would have heard it. Yeah. It would have sounded differently when it fell. That's and that's so weird. Like, what? what's going on with that? Don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either, but it's it's all woo. I do know that. Because there must be, you know, real explanations for all of this stuff. Yeah, and it must be like human flaw. Stupid human flaw. Stupid eight eight people. Yeah. Right, or uh, or weird, you know, weird noises, and you're like, oh, it's the house settling. Yeah, dog barking. Right. Right. Like, like, hey, did you just hear a dog bark? Yeah. Where's the dog? Oh. I don't see I don't see a dog here, but I heard it. It's funny because I'm actually looking for the dog now and I can't fucking see the dog. Right. But that's I, exactly when... Oh, I know, I oh. know where it is because I know whose dog that is. And I saw them, and they're over behind things that I can't see the dog. So there's something but in then, the way. But then you go and ask the people, and you're like, hey, your dog's barking. And they're like, we don't have a dog. Right? Yeah. I've never had that happen. But, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be These weird? Good like, examples. What? These are good examples. They are good examples. I like that we have a guest now on the show. Dog, what do you think? Dog? Hey, hey, dog. Hey. Hey, dog. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) So... So what do you think about the uh, political situation in the world, dog? Are you a Trump supporter? Are you all right? Yeah? It's so typical. You put someone on the spot, you know, and after they've been yelling about whatever, and you say, hey, 
Here's the real question, and then nothing. Ah! Yeah. No. Okay. He's not a Nazi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. The dog is not a Nazi. That's cool. Mm-hmm. He was pretty vocal about that. It's like, listen, listen. Buddy. Yeah. It's actually the dog of the person responsible for... Well, the person who invited that person who OD'd last night. Oh, goodness. Maybe that's what the dog is so upset about. I would be. He's got a shitty master. Maybe yelling at him, too. Probably. Hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Well, you know... uh, when it, when it all comes down, this has been episode 28 of the V2V podcast yeah. with Shorts and Aurelius. It has. And uh, and we've been talking about woo. We have. All kinds of woo. Like a lot of woo was was made. Yes. A lot of woo, all the woo was pedals. Words. A lot of all the pedal. woo. Got Ric Flair <laughs> and his woo. And his skin. And his and the wooden Indian, we yeah. had all the all the good uh, all the good points. I think. Yeah, I I have a feeling this is going to be one of our most popular podcast episodes. I hope so. It's quite interesting, actually. Well, I'd listen to it. I would too. Cool. Well, I guess then we did a good job. In fact, I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna definitely listen to it. I well, I kind of have to listen to it. Yeah, because I, I need to take, <clears throat> I need to edit that dog barking so that it actually makes some sense. So we can actually we can have a conversation with the dog. I may do that. Cool, that's awesome. If I, <laughs> if I feel up to it, maybe I'll just put the dog in like randomly. I don't know. Well, you should yeah. <laughs> yes, I should, and then and then people will be upset about. The misuse misuse of dog barking in our in our podcast episode. Yeah, no one like, likes the sound quality. Everyone's pissed about sound and everything. I'm like, well, fuck you. Really? Is that what you're hearing? No, I mean, one person said something about that about Jamon, but I don't really care. I think that's important. Oh, Jamon. With it. Well, look, Jamon is a different thing entirely. Jamon isn't. Here, here, newsflash, everybody. Jamone is not really supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that should be clear. That I saw. Like, I want my Jamone to be better. Well, then, then make your own Jamone. Exactly. They're not making Jamone. They're not... No, they're they're not exploring the the implications of of Ruben's um, uh, what's willingness the word? to is, dope uh, him? enabling his enabling of of Jamon. They're not investigating <laughs> what a what a true to life tragic comedy the last days of Mike Jamon really is. I mean, they're just, it's just all superficial. Like, they're like, well, 
Jamon didn't really sound like that. Well, yes, he did. Jamon, when when if you if you met Jamon in real life, it would yeah. be all weird and garbly and and uh, high pitched. Yeah, yeah, and you would have a hard time understanding what Jamon was saying because that's how he spoke. <laughs> and if you know, like. And if you met Ruben in real life, he would sound like that too. Yeah, well, I see people, you know, if they really cared about Jamon, they wouldn't be just saying, oh, I don't like, I don't like it. They would be saying, why, why, why did you make this? Like, what's, what's really going on? But, yeah, they just don't understand. Um, Yeah. You know, you know what it really is. They don't really care about us. No. Yeah, and that's cool. Kick me, beat me, you don't want to rape me. So, uh, you know, I'm excited about what's next. You know, mm. after, after we finish Jamon. Me too. It's gonna be, um, it's gonna be definitely different. Mm-hmm. Better, uh, Certainly better sound quality for, mm-hmm. um, I guess we're calling it Armageddon. Armageddon it? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm a getting it. Are you, are you getting it? Really getting it? Death Leopard yeah, Arm. It. And, um, this hasn't really been disclosed yet, but, and I probably shouldn't, but, but there's going to be a few characters, I think, from, Jamon that, you know, pop up. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like uh like the wa- the wandering eye. Who, uh, <clears throat> we can't really uh talk about who that is yet because it would be too much of a a spoiler, I think. But yeah. uh the big Jamon eye is going to be cast as a different character in Indeed. the Death Leopard Arm uh, series about um, a lonely severed arm making his way through the world because he didn't yes. like the beat. And because so that's going to be really sucks. exciting. Death what Leopard sucks? Death Leopard. Well, a lot of people like the production work. It's so funny. That's that's what I, when people like when they tell people about, hey, we're doing this Def Leppard project. Yeah, and they say, oh, Def Leppard, I really like this, like the production sound. Like, yeah, like yeah, it, it sounded great. And like, well, what about the songs? No, don't really like no. the songs, but I real really like the production. Yeah, yeah. So, in order to live up to that standard. It's going to be, there's going to be some clarity with the sound and, um, and it's, the animation is going to be stepped up a bit too. It'll take longer to make, but, um, but you know, the arm's journey is a longer journey. Like, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's not the last phase of Def Leppard arm. It's the beginning. Yeah. So the arm um, lives. You have to yeah, so it's cool. We're doing like you know an ending kind of story, and then next we're gonna do like an origin story about 
how how this lonely arm made its way through the world and found success. Yep. I'm excited about it. Me too. All right. <laughs> it's such a great idea. I'm sorry, but I, I love my idea. I think it's a great idea. And I love that you took to it too. And together we <laughs> kind of formed this idea. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm figuring out, um, cause the arm needs to be like articulated so he can, yeah, he can move around and, um, I may draw it. Yeah. I, I may, I may do that and, um, and do a like a green screen, right? So that so that the uh, the backgrounds will be uh, kind of wherever we want the arm to be able to go. Sure. And yeah. in all these situations where um, he might be the only one like moving. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure yet, but. Uh, there's going to be a lot of narration with this one, I think, too, because obviously, like, the arm can't talk. Yeah. But he's going to tap with his drumstick for communication. And probably, like, so, make make expression <clears throat> with its bicep, maybe? Like, flex the bicep or, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that could, could be? I, I don't know. <clears throat> well, yeah, because um, the arm, like, the real arm itself, is up to the shoulder blade. So Yeah. Uh the wrist and elbow and, and the shoulder will move. So it'll be like articulated in at least three spots and in the hand too. I figure out because <clears throat> um, he needs to grip the drumstick in different ways so he can yeah. you know, play the drums or, or tap on the sidewalk or Yeah. Um, uh, so I think there's going to be like narration and then the yeah. arms travels and then when his like savior shows up, like that character is going to be talking. Um, maybe, and maybe his manager is going to be the narrator perhaps. I don't know. There's some stuff to work out, but I think it's going to be, uh, I, I have some ideas. So I, okay. I, I think I think we'll talk about those off there. Yeah, and I have definitely to go more. Also. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Pretty but, soon. But to yeah. Off, I, I think um, these like each episode of that. I think they're going to be more like scenario based rather than um, like conversational, like Jamon. Yeah. Um, like he finds himself in these like different situations as, you know, uh, the lonely severed arm out in the world looking for the right beat. And yeah. Yeah. So there'll be little like vignettes about his travels and, and how he, uh, he manages to make his way through the world. Yeah. Cause yeah, there's lots of options. I mean, we could, he can go anywhere, which is cool. It's really cool. What episode is this? What number episode is this, by the way? Uh, 20... 28. Yeah, 28. 
I think. Yeah, because uh, 25 was the big 25. Yeah. Uh, 26 was uh, Kavanaugh syndrome. Yeah. 27 was Venice Bleach USA. Yeah. And uh, 20 episode 28 of EW Podcast is Woo. Woo. All the All way. right. Bye, you guys. Bye. And we're not even going to ask you to, like, do all that good stuff that we ask you to do on YouTube. We're just going to leave it at that and uh, have a good day. Have a good day. (laughs) Bye. Bye.